0: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show.
1: Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Still Sanders and Rob Pratula. In the wild again.
0: Good morning, Chattanooga area. Blooded Chattanooga area, <laughs> Tony Sanders Outdoors is live from the banks of beautiful Tennessee River, which is everywhere. It is now. <laughs> did you wear your waders in this morning? I did. I drove foil drive and wore my waders. And, good Lord, somebody's already calling us. What's going on? Hey! All right, we got a call already. Man. This is cool.
2: Five seconds in. All
0: right, all right. People watching us live on Facebook, man. Hi, everybody. Life is awesome. I can't. I stuck it over there, so I can't see who it is. I'm gonna have to. We'll have to find us.
2: I believe that is Beaverman and William Pettyjohn.
0: Well, good morning, Beaverman and William and Pettyjohn. Let's go straight to the phones. Mike's not going to let us do anything. He's just going straight to the show. Hey, Mike, how are you doing?
3: Hey, good morning, guys. And uh, I know uh, bow season is well on its way now, but today is the opening day of the uh, hunting season. It's more steeped in tradition than any other hunting we have in the state of Tennessee. It's bear hunting season. Y- you so know, uh, I'm I'm I was... heading into the woods. I've got about probably about 10 minutes before I lose signal until I come back out.
0: Well, I was just reading a post from a good friend of mine that said, hey all you pancake people i won't be there it's opening day of bear season i'm not i'm not which sure which politician that i know said that but (laughs) so uh, well
3: i i get to i get to go up here for a couple days and and enjoy enjoy friends it's very much a social event at least when you hunt with uh using dogs just like a, a rabbit hunting or even a a dove hunt we get to spend a lot of time together and and talk and, and fellowship and and keep up with the dogs and hopefully hopefully run a bear too.
0: Well, I would think that maybe a, a friend of mine who represents that area might ask you know a commissioner that represents that area to to come up there and represent or something at some point and, and go bear hunting.
3: Well, I, that's just me. I need yeah, I need to work that out. I really <laughs> do. Uh, these these commissioners who who sit behind desks all the time and don't really know much about hunting and fishing they need to they need to. Um, a little better educated.
0: I, we, uh, I've got a, a, a bunch of my friends are up there at uh, Teleco this weekend, uh, and even uh, one elected official from this area is up there, Ken Smith, is up actually on a bear hunt, first time ever.
3: Well, good, yeah, I saw where uh, um, our, our mutual friend is up in Teleco today. Of course, today is not only open season for the uh, for the general area or the open area, but then there's some specific Quota hunts or party hunts, correct, in the teleco teleco wildlife Mansion area uh, that are open today as well, and those are those are great hunts too. It's been several years since I've gone on one of the party hunts in the uh, managed area. I'll be hunting in an open area somewhere in Polk Monroe. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't remember exactly where it's at, but somewhere in East Tennessee.
0: Well, I wish you much success. That is, uh, like you said, that is so steeped in tradition. It's. Uh... I don't think most people even understand it.
3: No, and in fact, when you talk to people and let them know, the first first thing is most people say we actually hunt bears in Tennessee. Right. Yes, we we kill about five fifty to seven hundred a year. I was getting and, to say. And, yep. And as a commissioner, you you very well know the bear population is expanding and growing greatly. We're we're getting bears. We've got a um, a picture of a bear on a game camera in Davidson County.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we reported that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we have quite a few in this area, uh, so you're right; they are expanding, and it's it's like anything. I don't think people again think about it, but hunters are the the top of the food chain here, and and without hunter controls, these animals get out of control, and and from a population perspective, and and keep causing damages. You know, deer perfect example. How many billions of dollars a year are are, are caused? Uh, and damage from just deer strikes.
3: right and and you probably you may have read the uh, op-ed piece I had in the paper last week and that hunters and fishermen are the primary promoters and and financiers of wildlife and conservation in the whole country. There's no group that puts more money into preserving our land, water and wildlife than hunters and fishermen period. Absolutely. It's not even close.
0: Absolutely. And and, so, and and even more so from the, in, in the perspective of just the funding in the state of Tennessee.
3: That's correct. That's correct. So, um, well, I've I've got a brand new gun I'm trying out today as well, and so I, I spent some time sighting it in. I actually had to sight it in from my garage. Of course, I live way out in the country. Don't want anybody to think I'm shooting <laughs> in a suburban area. But I, I had to. It was raining so hard. I had to set up inside my garage and set my target out in the field and shoot from my garage. But. I, I got my new gun sighted in, and hopefully going to get a chance to try it today.
0: So let me ask you this before we lose you: what is uh, what is the choice of Senator Bell for a bear gun?
3: Well, I've, the last two that I've killed, not only killed two, uh, I killed with a 12 gauge and slug. I am using a a brand new um, Weatherby 30 out fix today, bolt action.
0: Well, good for you. I I typically take. A um, a Marlin forty five seventy as my my bear gun.
3: Yeah, that's 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 a great gun. You'll see a lot of these guys up here with small um, bolt action guns or not bolt action uh, lever action guns. Yes, sir. You know, something that's that, that's short and easy to carry. Uh, this this gun's got a composite stock. I thought it'd be a good a good gun to to um, carry around the woods. Uh, Tony, one other thing. Last year, of course, when I when I kill an animal, I'm not doing it for the just for the hide or the head. I did, I did have a, a mutual friend of ours make a European mount out of the skull from the bear I killed last year, and that, that bear skull is sitting on my credenza behind my desk in Nashville. But I also processed it, processed it and, um, and made sausage and loin and burger, and I fed my fellow state senators in Nashville. I fed them bear sausage balls a couple different times last year.
0: I bet that uh, surprised them, (laughs) some of them anyway.
3: Yeah, it did. uh, I can tell you, I don't think any of them had ever had bear meat before.
0: Well, I don't know, uh, Mike, if you've, there's uh, another mutual friend of ours actually can introduce me to a a concept of cooking called sous vide, S-U-I-S-V-I-D-E, which is a, a French way of cooking using hot water. And he cooked ah. he cooked some bear that way, and and because bear to me is very tricky. It's it's almost like duck and goose. I think duck and goose are very tricky to cook, and yeah. uh, but he cooked this bear in uh, in the sous vide, and oh my gosh, it was delicious. And uh, oh, I need oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah no no I was just gonna say I need to I need to introduce you to that because it's 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 changed the way I cook wild game a lot.
3: All right, well, I, I appreciate a few moments, and everybody have a, whether you're in a tree stand or or going fishing or, or heading to the mountains to chase bears and wild hogs today, have a great time.
0: Mike, thank you so much for calling in and look forward to uh, to hearing about your, your, your bear hunt. All right, good morning. Thank you. Senator Mike Bell, from uh, who is up for uh, election and actually has a, a competitor this time. Okay. Hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure why he's he's actually uh, he's truly one of the most res- well-respected senators in the state of Tennessee. Oh, I agree. With uh, that. And, and I'm talking about across party lines, constituents, colleagues. It's just he's just one of those guys that's very respected. So
2: you were talking about the bear recipe, though, and I think that's something the first time I ever had bear. It was not good, and it was very gamey, and I did not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I've had it other times. Uh, I've had it via Crock-Pot, and it was a lot better. I guess it was just that one, you know, I didn't want to write Bear off my list, but I'm not going to be going out there immediately to go get one. It's not my favorite meat, but you're right. it is. Very, it can go wrong very quickly. And it, I, it, I think your French way of cooking will really help
0: yeah it really is and 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 we need to actually need to do a show sometime on on cooking wild game because that's something is that people screw up and i have to be real careful because my wife uh does not appreciate uncooked meat like i do okay and uh other words i eat mine rare and she does not uh, but with wild game the more done you cook it the more gamey and more tough it can become. And so this, uh, and, and Keith Watson was the one that introduced me to this, and uh, it's just something I've never done, but it works extremely well. Yeah. Uh, and it it, may, it cooks it, and uh, it tenderizes it. It's really, it's amazing, amazing stuff.
2: And I think that, especially with some, of, like you said, some of the harder animals, such as goose and, and bear, a lot of these tactics... And like you said, we tend to overcook stuff, so we almost make it barely edible. Uh, man, that hurts my head. I'm sorry. Why did you do that?
0: What, a pun? A pun. This early? Yeah.
2: Why not? Start the morning off right.
0: Our, our birdie beaver man said he's going up to try to poke a hole in a brewing next month. Mm-hmm.
2: I I know the area he's going to, and there are a lot of bears causing uh, damage on that particular area they have they're causing damage to uh feeders and other things like that and uh he showed me a picture of a uh tree that has these claw marks down it to where they were climbing up
0: so just out of curiosity, what gun would you borrow if you were going hunting
2: <laughs> for bear yeah what's the biggest thing you got probably a forty five <laughs> seventy or I wouldn't go anything smaller than uh I would not use a thirty thirty I'd use something bigger. Gotcha. Because you know, if you're gonna be a bear, be a grizzly. If you're gonna go yeah. big,
0: go go big. I would not. Uh, uh, I I would not uh, uh, suggest a thirty yeah. thirty. Yeah. All yeah. right, Beaver Man, hold on. We'll get you after this really actually short break. Uh, so we'll be to you in just a couple of moments. Tony Sanders, outdoors.
3: Leaves are turning, there's a chill in
0: the air. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need you're looking for a firearm sportsman's warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store now if you don't see one you want you can go to SportsmansWarehouse.com and select from over 6700 guns offered online then you can have it shipped directly to the store everyday low prices no shipping charges and no processing fees don't forget to sign up and register for the sportsman's warehouse loyalty card this will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Baby's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the
2: experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Baby's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Baity's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous, call Baity's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Bates can formulate special blends for your customers by the palette. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Bates for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So, whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Bates Fertilizer. 472 5491, 472 5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Hicks and Pike. Don has steaks such as T-Bone, porterhouse, Ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give him a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders outdoors coming straight to the phone for Beaver Man. Hello, Beaver Man.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Uh, Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm up early being a jerk, jerky maker, I should say.
0: Oh, what kind? I was going to say you're jerky most of the time. <laughs> my buddy cleans out his
4: freezer this time of year, and he just went and took a whole bunch of goose, and duck, and pheasant over to the. Um, uh, food bank yesterday, and then gave me some jerky meat to make some jerky, and uh, oh, gave me some pheasants. I made some pheasant the other night. It was absolutely delicious.
0: Cool. Now, was this jerky or did you just cook? No, no,
4: pheasant? no, 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 no. The pheasant. I actually looked up in the uh, Joy of Cooking okay. cookbook. All right, um, which is a very old cookbook. Mm-hmm. A recipe for pheasant, and you you take the pheasant. Breasted, you know, still on the the breast, but uh, on the bone, but brown it in some butter. And then you put in rice and, like, celery and carrots and cream of mushroom soup and then bake it. And it's, oh, man, it's good.
0: You know, I found a a recipe for pheasant that I tried a couple years ago that's really good. Uh, And basically it's kind of the same thing, except I cook it in a crock pot instead of a skillet. Uh, yeah. And I mean, the meat literally was falling off the bone yeah. uh, with cream of mushroom soup. I mean it was delicious.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, and my wife's the same way. She's like, Ew, that didn't come wrapped in plastic from the grocery store. <laughs> right. I'm like I'm like, No, it came from the fields of South Dakota. And all the way back here.
0: Wow. Well, well I, mm, I, no I hope so, your wife is like mine and has kind of got over that ooh plastic thing because at this point in life she's consumed many deer
4: yeah yeah mine's not gonna do that not not knowingly she she's she's been known to consume stuff and go that's good now she now she just doesn't even trust me
0: yeah i understand (laughs) she's
4: she's like what is this (laughs) like it's meat (laughs) what kind of meat
0: yeah cooked Cooked.
4: but yeah no the I, i i talked to a friend of ours um Chris, who's in the Highland Sportsman's Club with him, is, um, he's going up on that bear hunt uh, this weekend.
0: Chris Sanders? Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's uh, he was t- telling me about it some. The, where we're going to go, where Rob was talking about up in Cherokee County, um, is a friend's place. And he, he does not want a bunch of people he doesn't know running around. And I have to respect that. I mean, it's, you know, because I was going to see about getting – with chris and some of his dog buddies you know but this guy doesn't want doesn't want a bunch of people he doesn't know so he's going to let uh, the wagon burner and i go up there and try to poke some holes in some of his bears
0: and um... well the which, four hundred pound one you sent uh, that would definitely be fun
4: man yeah it's he's, he's a big one and um... He'll, he'd probably require a tractor to remove from the the woods but um... The others we, we did we got plenty of pictures of there's a mama which we had on camera last year with some older cubs and then this year she's got some much younger cubs and of course you can't harvest a sow with cubs but um they're uh, they're in there pretty regularly and looking at stuff and checking stuff out and so um we've uh, we, we've got big plans for next month when uh, when the season opens in that part of the state. Well, good. And, uh, meantime, it's, uh, I guess, bow season. When it's 93 degrees, it's not real enjoyable to try to get out there and climb a tree. I At least str- not for me.
0: I struggle in this, um, uh, this kind of weather temperature wise. There's no doubt. Uh, it just it's I'm like you. It's just I'm not sure how enjoyable it is.
2: Well I mean a lot of people are climbing trees right now to escape the flood water, so
4: Yeah, yeah that's that that's out of necessity. Yeah. Um but the uh it it's a it will come around eventually. I gotta ride over to Middle Tennessee tomorrow and probably do a little prep on the food plots. I've been late getting to it. I was going to do it. And, um, but, heck, September is the hottest month of the year. Hottest and driest, and I kept waiting so it'll we'll cool down, and I'll go. I haven't got around to it yet, so I'm going to get, go get around to it today and hit it tomorrow. Yeah. To make stuff green and pretty for them.
2: There you go. Well, don't get stuck in the mud, man.
4: No, nah, the mountain dries out pretty quick. All right. That's, that's not such a big deal, but, uh. Yeah, at some point those. I went riding around up in the mountains the other day above Turtletown, and there's a couple of creeks up there that one day when they're not like chocolate milk, we need to go flail them with with small flies well, that you tie.
2: Oh, was that the ones you were texting me about? Yeah, yeah. I, I called and got a little bit more information. Not much, but uh, there are there are brown brown trout supposedly in that. Well, there were. Until this latest rain, so we'll have to wait it out. Yeah. And see.
4: Well, no, it's it's trouty looking water, and, okay. and the good part is it's not right next to the road. Okay. So it's going to take a little bit of hiking to get down into it, you know. Yeah. And um, which means that you know most of the corn slingers and stuff aren't going to get in there. And, yeah. You know, do any work for it, but uh, it looks trouty.
2: Cool.
4: So perhaps we can go explore that at some point when it's not hunting season.
0: Sounds like a plan, man.
4: All right, gentlemen. All right. Good to listen to you as always. We're gonna go cut grass today.
0: Well have fun. Um I may need you to come cut mine.
4: You, you just need some goats.
0: I know. I, well, I do I, now. I, I
4: know a guy, man, I'll, I'll get you I'll set you up with some goats. Okay. You'll be good to go.
0: Sounds like a plan. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Beaver man. <laughs> See ya. Bye. I was noticing some of your um your favorite plant the other day.
2: Which plant is that?
0: Kudzu. Oh yes. And um uh, and and I remembered that deer like kudzu, so as I was driving through I'm wondering, I wonder how many deer in that kudzu I'm looking at. It
1: oh. was it
0: was kind of a, a little bank area mm-hmm. uh on the way to my house and I'm like I never really paid attention to the a kudzu, but there was so much rain and everything, I was I was kinda looking out the windows to at flooding and I'm like, Wow, God, there's a lot of kudzu there. Yep. And uh and I thought, well, you know, where there's kudzu, there's deer. A lot of
2: times, yeah. So, Speaking of deer, I've got the, uh, excuse me here, <coughs> beg your pardon. I have the harvest report since archery has opened. Uh, statewide, uh, let me see here. Hamilton County is number five. Isn't it
0: interesting how we stay in the top five during archery season? It
2: is. Uh, the top five counties are Sullivan, Hawkins, Montgomery, Sumner, and us. So, I'm thinking it's archery. I really do, because once muzzleloader comes out, it becomes like West Tennessee, Hardiman, all those West Tennessee counties where there's a lot of bean fields, and they can take, what, three deer a day out there? True. And then rifle season.
0: And And, and I don't know about a muzzleloader during rifle season. They definitely can't. Yeah. Well, and and so I don't know if there's just that many more people actually doing uh, hunting from a perspective of archery here in Hamilton County because Hamilton County is not a small county, Mm -mm. and there's quite a bit of land here. But I do find it interesting that we will stay around the top five the, uh, the first during archery season. And then it it kind of will start falling and drifting away. Uh, But we're down from last year at this point.
2: We are down 12 from the same time last year. Uh, The numbers...
0: Which which is actually kind of interesting. Uh, I'm assuming those numbers, and I know you probably don't know. I don't know that you could know. But I'm assuming those numbers include the uh, early season three-day hunt. Yes. I don't remember how many we got in Hamilton County. Uh, 22. In the early season? Yes. So, we got 22 in the early season, and we've gotten 60 so far in regular archery season? Correct. Or, totaling
2: 60. 22 plus... Oh. 38. 38. So, and last year we had 72 this time, so we're off by 12 this year. Interesting. Most of the counties are close. uh, Polk's, or I'm sorry... I beg your pardon, raise off by seventeen from last year.
0: Mejis County, look at that. Mm-hmm. It's a that's a it's a big a big thirty-three, same as last year.
2: Uh-huh. And uh Marion County's up eight from this time last year. So that's that's a significant increase.
0: Isn't it interesting to look at Marion and um, Hamilton from the standpoint of we're almost identical. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Very cool. close. That's pretty cool.
2: So, I'm glad to see us doing well as far as the hunting season goes so far. But y'all need to get out. We need an extra. So head out this weekend and everybody take one so we erase that twelve, that negative twelve. So,
0: where are you going?
2: No, I'm not. Okay, I'm going fishing to, when the water finally goes down eventually.
0: All right, when we come back, uh, we'll get in some more news. Got a caller calling in right now. We'll get with him as soon as we get back as well. Tony Sanders Outdoors.
1: Well, my baby, she's been watching all
0: my- Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse, friendly staff, and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker camper or need clothing or shoes sportsman's warehouse has just what you need if you're looking for a firearm sportsman's warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store now if you don't see one you want you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6700 guns offered online then you can have it shipped directly to the store Everyday low prices no shipping charges and no processing fees Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway.
1: Chronic wasting disease affects white-tailed deer, mule deer, elk, and moose populations in many states. We are CWD-free in Tennessee and are counting on hunters to keep it that way. Remember if you hunt out of state for big game animals, it's very important that you learn the proper way to bring those harvested animals home. New restrictions are in place for good reason. Learn more at tnwildlife.org. Please help us keep Tennessee CWD-free.
0: Coming straight to the phones and coming to Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you doing?
3: Good morning, good morning. I'm afraid that if this judge is not appointed to the Supreme Court, our Second Amendment is going to be done away with. I've been watching this ever since 68, and it has eroded year after year after year. Your First Amendment is going to be done away with because you ain't going to have anything to say about it. And then the blood sports will be gone. Uh, I'm just afraid that they're taking over. And as hunters and gun owners, we're not going to have anything to say about it unless we're with the black movement, man, uh, you know, movement, get out there and act like fools instead of being law abiding citizens. I'll hang up and listen to any comment you got to say about the Second Amendment. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you, Mike. You know, this is something. Um I struggle with uh and, and you and I've had conversations about it, uh and, and and Mike I'll get back to uh I'll get back to Kavanaugh here in just a second. Um I try not to get very political on the show. Why is that? Well many people may not realize just because I don't ever say it much. For four years I was head of the Republican Party here in Chattanooga. Uh-huh. Uh there's only been two people that ever have served for four years. Uh, and I'm very honored to be one of those two, along with Robin Smith. So I spent much of my life into politics. Uh, it, it was very consuming and, and still to this day, uh, I run a pack. I'm involved in politics. I'm involved in campaigns. I am still very active in politics. So I've always pretty much steered away from politics on the show. Yeah. It's and, and, and I've said, hey, I, I kind of laugh. This is the two hours of the week that I don't get to get into it. I don't disagree with what Mike is saying about Judge Kavanaugh. Um I have a great abiding faith in the system that the system will work. But I am very concerned. I I think this um whole two weeks That we have seen um, concerning the nomination of Judge Kavanaugh and I mean before that it was a little some things here and there but these past two weeks has just been simply amazing Uh, in 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 and not in a good way Uh, I do believe that the week that we are have now embarked on uh, is nothing but just another ploy he's been investigated six times this has never come up the here's where we're at on this we got another week which gives more opportunities for unsubstantiated claims and regardless of what you say it's he said she said all right there's no collaborating witnesses there's no evidence there's no nothing it's just silly I'm not saying anything about Dr. Ford. Uh, it's just, it's, there's nothing's going to happen from it. There's absolutely... The six people that have been identified in this whole process have all come out and said they are unaware of anything that's being said and collaborating it.
2: And they're about to get interviewed again by the and FBI. And they're about to
0: get interviewed again by the FBI. So we're going to get no information, and, and I can assure you at the end of this, this week, There will be no more Democratic support than there is today. There will be no less Republican support than there is today. Flake, who knows where Flake's going to go? Who knows? Uh, I told somebody yesterday, I said, what's going to happen is you're probably going to have the two uh, female Republican people going to defect. You're probably going to have Manchin from the Democratic side come over and support, which puts you in a 50-50 tie. Pence is going to cast the deciding vote, and at the end of the day, Brent Kavanaugh is going to be your, your next Supreme Court justice. There's probably not a person in this world that is more qualified to be a Supreme Court justice than Brent Kavanaugh. Forget anything else. You just, 307 opinions from the D.C. court. Sixteen of which the Supreme Court has upheld and used his opinion in the writing of their opinion. There is not a single more qualified person, but yet we've turned this into a, a circus, and, and all the stuff that was been said uh, is this. I think is probably the most important. What uh, Kavanaugh said on the stand Thursday during the circus that was on there. This is going to have ramifications long past my confirmation. And that part I agree. I do agree he is a strong proponent of the Constitution. He's a constitutionalist, which I think is important, which means he doesn't try to uh, interpret the Constitution for anything other than what it's said. And the Constitution is a pretty amazing thing if you've ever read it. I mean, truly read it. Uh, I know you have, Rob. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think they've read it. A lot of people have read parts of it. Read the whole darn thing. Yeah, there's it's a lot amazing.
2: More, there's a lot more than than just the preamble and the amendments. There's exactly. A lot more to it.
0: So when you when you look at that and and you interpret laws based on that, uh, that can only be a good thing. That's what makes this country great. He is a he is the author of the Heller decision uh, from a Second Amendment perspective, uh, and I don't disagree with uh, with Mike from the standpoint of the Second Amendment protections. Uh, which we all interpret very clearly uh, one way and others interpret a whole different way, having that conservative court uh, is extremely important. And uh, right now it's, what is it? Yeah, it's, is it four to four?
2: I guess it's four to four. Right now it's four to four. So. If we're counting Kennedy out right now. Did he retire? Cavanaugh uh, is replacing
0: him, correct? Right, but I think he's already. Sta- maybe he's stayed in. Maybe he's still on there.
2: That I don't see. I don't. That's where I'm a little great.
0: Yeah, I I I just haven't paid that much attention. I got I've gotten so following this whole right. Um, he's announced debacle.
2: His, he's announced his intent. I don't know whether he's actually stepped down. So it, let's just say it's four to four.
0: Yeah. So anyway, uh, I agree with Mike. I think uh, our rights are being pressured. And, you know, whether you're Republican or Democrat, uh, is, it's irrelevant as far as I'm concerned. The, the, what we've seen on Capitol Hill uh, this past couple of weeks, and especially this week, has been, uh, I think Judge Kavanaugh called it a circus.
2: I think that's very accurate. And,
0: and, I, and I, the other thing that he said that I thought was very appropriate was he said, you have taken advice and consent and turned it into search and destroy and I've never seen anything like this in my life and I'm not the oldest guy in the world I get it I mean I'm 54 years old but I remember Judge Bork which was very much the same type of um, uh, opposition I remember Clarence Thomas but again I've never seen there's no decorum I mean you had you had senators walking out of the hearing yesterday uh... i mean it's just gotten nuts Almost. so uh... so um, when you have a situation where you've got such a divided country the, it just causes problems
2: it, it it bothers me that 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 really the decorum has been lost i didn't get my way therefore i'm leaving in yeah. protest i'm taking my toys, toys home. going home um, that's that's the actions of a child that is not the actions of someone who represents the people yep. but and some of the unsubstantiated hypocrisy that is going on is also troublesome to me yep. i mean just the sheer out well i heard this so therefore it, it's on the internet it yep. must be it true must be true yeah no that's not how it works you have to have evidence and all this other stuff and my th- my whole thought on this debacle is the facts trump your feelings i'm sorry i don't care what you feel that's great you can feel any way you want to but these are facts
0: yeah all right that sounds good awesome so i guess i got a little political this time i hope that answers your question where you understand where i'm at Mike.
2: occasionally we get political but we, we we don't do it every saturday
0: Yeah. all right we'll be right back are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to tonysandersoutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late.
2: Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at
1: 423-280-3677. I'm down my last
0: Pop-Tart. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I got that allergy voice going today.
2: I've got the tickle in the back of my throat too today, so it's kind of going. I don't know what's going on. Pollen
0: should be washed away. There is no pollen. It's all now mold. Yeah. Good Lord. Flood. I am so sick of rain. I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of water. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like that. All right. We've got a lot of stuff in to cover uh, from a calendar perspective.
2: Yep. Coming up on the 13th is the Forgotten Child Crappie Tournament out of Chester Frost State Park. This will be a 14th annual Forgotten Child Fishing Extravaganza on October
0: 13th. Yes, no, it's not just to, it's not just crappie this time.
2: No, it's bass too. So you can fish for crappie or bass so you bass guys can join the crappie fishermen and do a great thing for the community by giving toys to kids who probably wouldn't have a Christmas. Entry fee is $25 per boat plus a $5 to $10 unwrapped toy per person. Come on, spend a little bit more and make it two toys per person. They want to fill up a tow boat with toys. I want to fill up like one of those barges that are sitting downtown, so we need lots more toys. I
0: guess the towboat people got a hold of you and said quit trying to sink their boat.
2: Yeah, pretty much, because they'd have to call another towboat to unsink that boat because it's too full of toys because it won't float. That's what I want to see. For more information about that, you can call uh, Jim Edmeister at 423-421-0297.
0: Can can I I say something? Sure. Call him now. (laughs) What? And that's 421... 421- it's, it's a little before 6. Call him right now, four two one zero two nine seven. Say, Jim, Tony and Rob told me to call you right now. Because you want
2: to help out the kids. So that's a great tournament coming up. Also coming up on uh, November 2nd at the Camp House in Chattanooga, the Appalachian Chapter of Trout Unlimited is preventing the Fly Fishing Film Tour. And it's going to be at 149 East Martin Luther King street vip early seating starts at 6 30 and the show will start at 7 general admission is 20 dollars vip tickets are 50 dollars which includes early seating and a lot some other goodies you can get your tickets available at fly fishing film tour at the door at the day of the show or you can check the fly shop when it opens whenever that happens so uh i heard there is going to be a commissioner speaking at the fly fishing film tour did you really i did did y'all get uh I don't know. They got some local. Did y'all guys. get
0: Swan to come by?
2: No, they got some local guy. I don't know who he is. Uh, and then they're going to have a great MC. Uh, and who's that going to be? Uh,
0: yours truly, the Trout Professor. The
2: Trout Professor will be talking at the Fly Fishing Film Tour. You so,
0: know, just just <laughs> for the record, the first. This is the third year they've been here, right? Uh,
2: or fourth year. Fourth year.
0: All right. So the first two years, right? We MC, right? The. No, 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 that's not correct. The first year, we emceed. Right. The second year, you emceed. Right. Because I had my knees replaced like a week before. Correct. The third year, I wasn't asked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the fourth year, I wasn't asked. I'm starting to get a complex. (laughs) I'm just telling you. All right, fair enough.
2: The trout guys love you because you give us money for trout. So the well,
0: trout guys love me because the trout professor is their dude now. Yeah. And and I'm not. <laughs>
2: well, I get that. Also come up the DU fall. You can f-
0: buy my darn dinner that <laughs> night before we go.
2: Fair enough, fair enough. I will get you a VIP ticket. Uh Fall flight dinner for Ducks Unlimited is going to be uh, October 18th at the Camp Jordan Arena. Doors open at 6 p.m., and that's going to be a great event as well. A new new location, Camp Jordan Arena for the Ducks Unlimited Fall Flight, and that'll be a big big event.
0: I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm kind of curious to see how that works out.
2: I've I've right. been in there a couple of times, but so that's about it. So all right,
0: so we got about a minute, so let's 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 move on. All
2: right, uh, on the 3rd of November. Muzzle, see- muzzle-, muzzle season. muzzle season muzzle season. yes muzzle season loader opens yes muzzle loader season dead gummit.
0: muzzle, <laughs> muzzle loader, loader season opens.
2: opens uh on the seventeenth wait a minute no we're okay. not going back nope why
0: why, <laughs> why are you doing that? we haven't even we even barely got archery season open, okay
2: archery still open so
0: all right, so keep going
2: all right uh the seventeenth of November gun season opens and uh-huh. on December 1st,
0: Sandhill Hill Crane season opens. For those people that got drawn. Yes. Unlike me. You're I don't, and I don't know that, I've, I'm being told that people have been drawn for the computer draw, but I have not been notified, and I just checked, I mean, five minutes ago, still says pending. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I say
2: good because it's, it's not. It's not bad. It doesn't yeah. say
0: not selected, so. All right. First hours in the can. Mm-hmm. Anything else you can think of in this last 10 seconds? Not that I can think of. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors.
1: Like Grab into your tree stand and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hope you're having fun on this uh, beautiful Saturday morning. we got people waking up and joining us on Facebook. Jim Edmeister is on there.
2: Probably somebody called and woke him up.
0: I hope so. I hope so. Hey, for those of you who are going down to the Ironman, remember they have called off the swimming portion and all the people whining. You know, I find interesting, and there is a lot of whining going on. Uh, a friend of mine that I work with actually has run the uh, half Ironman, and uh, so she's tuned into that community and uh, <laughs> all the people whining and stuff, and it's like... uh so you would rather get out there in the Tennessee River that is flowing rapidly uh, with all the crap that's flowing down the river.
2: Literally, because of E. coli is 20% higher. So
0: so it's like, uh, no, we're not going to put you at risk to die. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but isn't this, is this the second time they've had to cancel a swim portion? I'm thinking it is. I believe it is. Uh, but now, I mean, good Lord, we have had biblical proportions of rain this week.
2: Yes. And there's logs going downstream. There's all kinds of... There, there's trees that are coming through a lot of this... Uh...
0: To to quote your wife, every door to the dam is open.
2: Yes, every, every door to the lake is open. Every door to the lake is open. Yeah, she says the doors to the lake are open. Um, but, yeah, they... There's a lot of debris, which is going to, co- you know, could injure some people. And plus, if they did put in wherever they put in, I don't know where the swim normally starts, but they'll <laughs> probably be in South Pittsburgh in five to 10 minutes and somewhere near Savannah, Tennessee, in about half an hour.
0: Somebody posted, you know, get over it. It's only, it would only be about 20 minutes anyway, the total swim, which is normally a little bit over an hour.
2: Right. So, well, I looked this morning and. Yeah.
0: This, I think this is, puts it in perspective.
2: This morning, uh, Chickamauga Dam is flowing 97,307 cubic feet per second. All right, to give you some indication, if you want to do some quick math with me, that's 727,906 gallons per second. Now, you say, how much is 727,906 gallons per second? Take a tanker truck that you see on the interstate. That holds about 9,000 gallons. You've got eighty point eight seven tanker trucks worth of water coming through the dam every second.
0: That's a lot of water.
2: That is a lot of water.
0: You think Richard Sims is down below the dam fishing today?
2: I sincerely doubt it. He, I, it, he's probably up on the lake, but I sincerely doubt if he's on the river. And if you're on the river, please, please be careful. There's ninety-seven thousand three hundred seven cubic feet per second and water is not to be messed with
0: there's 81 tanker trucks a second flowing through the dam
2: yeah there's 80 80 tanker trucks 81 tanker trucks flowing be careful rob so
0: i got to work with you on this rounding stuff
2: well i'm you know me i'm a stickler for math (laughs)
0: like i said there's 81. you're a cpa you should
2: not round there's no rounding
0: it's it's all zeros man after after the first couple of numbers it's all zeros you just whatever just add zeros
2: well, the decimal points make a difference, right?
0: Huh? Well, I know, but you're not rounding them. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that's pretty, that's pretty cool when you think about it that person.
2: That's an impressive amount of water and could be doing some serious damage too. All
0: right, them. let's get to some uh, national stuff. Okay. Uh, the uh, hunt for uh, grizzly bears is still on hold, uh, which I find kind of interesting. Uh, I guess it's now been permanently put on hold, right?
2: It has. Uh a judge let me see here. I may have the stories out of order here. Thought I had it in there. Basically, uh a judge has said that they put the whole it, they redid the hold for fourteen days and they've redone the hold. Um but in there was one uh guide which we talked about who was attacked and killed uh last week. And uh, they investigated the death of that hunting guide. There's also been a second grizzly attack in Montana, In not the same area, but a hunter this week shot and killed a female grizzly bear and wounded her cub, which later had to be euthanized. Um, the hunter shot both with a pistol. The female bear uh, had a 2-year-old cub that was wounded. This one was also very aggressive. And investigators determined the hunter was acting in self-defense and will not press charges because the Endangered Species Act still applies to grizzly
0: bears. So, And that's what the judge said, yes. is the Endangered Species Act still applies?
2: Yeah, and we've had a lot of bear encounters. This is a second bear encounter in like a week in that area. That tells me that that species may need to be managed a little bit, and I'm not sure how well that... Uh, judge's order will go over because I don't know where the judge is getting their information but there obviously needs to be some sort of management if you're having human bear encounters on a almost a weekly basis something has to be done so
0: um the uh, the bear attack that killed the the hunting guide. Mm mm-hmm you know that was kind of unusual. Yes, but uh,
2: they were processing an elk, so there was blood and there was food in the area. But you know, you got to watch for that. But normally, you can scare off the grizzlies. I mean, this one—this one had figured out that humans equal food, either a- as food or they down food for them so i think it was a learned a learned um response i've heard tales i don't know if they're true or not but i've heard tales that people fire a gun and bears come in because they know that something is going to be dead and down out west i don't know how true that is but i've heard stories about that love to talk to a biologist and see if they can be conditioned that way
0: um The other thing I find interesting: Did they, did they, have they put down the sow that attacked?
2: The uh, the guides, yes, and uh, yes. Did,
0: did they put down the 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 young cub that it had as well?
2: I believe they. I believe they did. Uh, let me see here. Let me check the story real quick. Yes, I the, I, I recall on that story they did put the. Uh, Cub down because it had also learned that behavior. Or they were afraid it would learn
0: that behavior. Sure. It was watching the whole time. Right. Uh and there's no telling what it um uh, munched on after the guy was killed or, or whatever. Um and and that's 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 part of it that people don't understand that that don't you know get involved in, in, in hunting and, and bear especially uh, once they learn how weak we really are, there's a problem.
2: yeah, they're not afraid of us
0: anymore exactly and and that's why these people that feed bear they are idiots because they're just as somebody said, you're just signing their death warrant mm-hmm. because now they they understand they equate humans and food, which is not a good thing because they're not scared of us
2: mm-hmm. and I think last I think it was last year or maybe the year before. Uh, up in the Smoky Mountains up in Gatlinburg they had and I mean bears are smart animals but they had documented where a certain two or three bears had learned to stick their paws up under the door handle to open the doors and they were teaching their young ones this and that's how these bears are getting into the cars you know look you know they leftover Cheerios or whatever's in the back from you know kids or whatever or that french fry that's under the seat somewhere that they can smell but these bears had learned to stick their hands in or their paws and operate the doors to get into the vehicle. And that was up in Gatlinburg, so it can be learned behavior. They are smart animals. They are. They they can adapt and learn very quickly.
0: Um, yes. So, anyway, there you go. I was just reading the rest of the story about trying to uh, to trap the uh, the the bear uh, and ended up in a hell of gunfire hmm because she was charging the the wildlife officers over there too <laughs> she she had a bad attitude well that's a learned
2: behavior those those little those little mainly hairless creatures are pretty tasty and I can overpower them real quick
0: this is a this is a comment from the game one of the game wardens, I'm 100% confident that we removed the target individuals, and I'm also 100% confident that was the right thing to do. She was teaching an offspring that killing humans is a potential way to get food. We've had 10 other human injuries from grizzlies in the past couple of years, and we haven't attempted captures in those situations because of our investigation and behavior of the bear. This was completely different, dangerous behavior. It is not something we won't out on there on our landscape.
2: that's a powerful statement for it is game also. and
0: uh and again that it boils down to are you you don't necessarily coexist with wild animals, and that's what people don't realize you know we're going we're 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 bear hunting today um, in Tennessee and for the most part, most bear and human interactions are, are let's go our separate ways. But once that line gets crossed, it doesn't work that way anymore. Mm-hmm. So, All right, we are uh, first break. Man, second hour is going quick. Tony Sanders Outdoors, we'll be right back.
2: It sits above the mantle.
0: On a are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late.
2: Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Bates has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous, call Baity's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Baity's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results and so will you. Call Baity's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Baity's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at 80sfertilizer.com.
0: if you need any outdoor supplies there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse they have all the equipment you need as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want go to sportsmanswarehouse.com choose from over 6700 models they have and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. I weigh 153 and Lee
3: Highway.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders outdoors having fun here this Saturday morning. What are you looking up? You trying to get on a bicycle? You remember when we were leaving Compass
2: yesterday? Yeah. There were three mountain bikes that are going into some auction. That's,
0: I would imagine the outdoor auction, yes.
2: I was looking at one of those and I said, hey, I need one of those. Okay, yes. So obviously I need to start bidding on one because I want to do bike fishing because okay. a lot of times on certain streams I will park my car, fish up or downstream, and then be significantly away from where I should be. Okay, well, sometimes it's a lot easier to ride your bike to the put-in, and do a shuttle your own self. So, or maybe even actually don't take the car and just bike to where I'm going to go. So you but, what?
0: Do you go and take your bike and leave it at the the where you're going to come out? Right. And just lock it up there, and then you fish. You drive back upstream, fish. Right. And then you ride your bike back up.
2: You run your own shuttle.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. So if you're going to have to get your big butt on a bicycle going up and down hills, because, you know, I very rarely find flat waters. New, new. Uh, The The,
2: one I'm thinking about specifically is the Hiawassee.
0: I was going to say the Hiawassee or the elk? Uh,
2: The Hiawassee, and that's a big... Better have some good breaks, because you've been over there going up to Appalachian Dam. That's a big hill coming down. Of course, you know, I might... Move at half the speed of smell going up, but you know once you got to the top and are on the other side, you know gravity takes over. That'd be good exercise. It would be, and that's what I. And it would be a lot easier than walking back. And I mean, I've I don't pick up hitchhikers, but if a guy's in waiters and is carrying a rod and he's walking down the road, I'm like, dude, hop in. You know, I'll bring you back to where you're going. He's a fisherman. You know, it's a it's a brotherhood of anglers type. Either
0: thing. that or he's he's a serial killer, killer with yeah that, that figured out that yeah. Fishermen are smart enough to stop with waiters.
2: Yeah. Um <laughs> radio show host killed in Hiawassee. No. Um anyway, no, uh, I'm thinking of the Hiawassee because where I where I put in, I'll usually put in at the dam and fish my way down. And there's been occasions when I've been down by close to the John Muir Trail down there, and I've had to hike back several miles. Uh huh. It'd be easier to bike back. And I've seen I've been looking You know
0: what would be even easier?
2: Another car. <laughs>
0: No a motorcycle.
2: That's true. True, but a l- scooter. Yeah, but I'm thinking a bicycle. I mean, I'm I'm going for the whole exercise, healthy thing because I need to.
0: I'm going for the whole you know live to fish another day thing. <laughs> I can ride a bike. Well, I know you can ride a motorcycle too.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, sort of. It's either that or
0: a hover round.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pay one red cent for my hover
0: round okay so I let, all right so let me back up all right I'm all for you getting healthy and in 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 bike fishing right and uh so go for it I'm thinking about doing it i'm thinking about i tell you, on, I'll you. tell you what I'll do I'll tell you what I'll do all right I will loan you a bike rack okay I have one that will fit a man-sized size you know, receiver two inch, or a little wimpy one and a quarter inch. I I have both. Okay. I have an adapter that will make my man size fit the little bitty one. Are
2: you are you implying my vehicle would need a little bitty hitch? Is that what you're implying? I'm
0: I'm implying I don't know what you will put on there. Uh, okay, fair enough. But <laughs> I will loan you not loan keyword because I like these. These are these are I've got two. I've got a Yakima, and I've got a. a a Thule. I got both. A Thule? A Thule. Okay. I got both. All right. So you can go and do your healthy biking. Okay. And uh, and I will do my, uh, you know, motorcycle thing. Now, they're fishing with a 10 car, right?
2: Yep. That's a 10 car ride. And Is they that s- what you're going to do? I don't know. I, hey, if I got a bike, I can bring more than one ride. So. Yeah. I'm just thinking that'd be fun to do, and I saw so, the mountain bikes over there. In, in
0: all seriousness, what do you think of the chances are somebody would steal like something you have built onto the bike to carry your rods or things?
2: Uh, that's what I was kind of looking at. A lot of these guys are just strapping stuff down, and you're you're going to pull your rod out, so if they steal your case, you you know, a case is not that expensive. But you have to
0: figure out how to get it back. Yeah. With the case gone, you're going to have to carry the rod. Yeah. I think, I, and, and I'm all for that. I think, not that... I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's a shame that we got to think about somebody stealing our stuff. Yeah. But you do. Yeah. Um, but I bet you could put some kind of uh, case on there that is um, in, in secured.
2: I was thinking bungee cords and a PVC tube to keep the rod, and then just put the rod in there, leave the case in the car, yeah. stick the rod in the PVC tube. Okay. When you get there, if they steal your PVC tube, you're out. Couple bucks. A couple bucks and a bungee cord,
0: right? So, interesting. It, How are you gonna get your waiters back? You wear them?
2: I hadn't thought that far yet. Uh, probably I would. A basket in the front would be great. <laughs> little bell on it, jing 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 jing. Or get the get the little horn. <laughs> hey, here comes Rob. He's fishing. Hoo 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 hoo.
0: How can we take you seriously at this point?
2: I don't know. I've 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 gone into the realm of of I see myself wind, wind in my hair coming down the uh Hiawasi Hill at like fifty miles an hour trying to break on the bottom, wheels locked up and me just sliding down to the bottom, and then I get there, you know.
0: Okay. Cool. So video at six. <laughs> Rob Pratula going bike fishing. All right. That's I don't know. That's that could be I think it'd be good.
2: And and I've got another place in mind uh on the Chickamauga Creek where there's a good parking area and there's some great fishing but it's I'm telling
0: you man, I'm going scooter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just thinking how to transport I mean I don't know that I could transport a scooter.
0: Sure you can. They're not that heavy. I I thought they'd be heavier but No, and and you know like the 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 racks that go on the back of the of the man size hitch, the 2-inch hitch, right? I see where you're going with this, but yeah. They hold 500 pounds. Oh, okay. So you can get one of those little... Uh, they, they actually make, because I've seen them on the back of uh, RVs, they make a, a specific rack for the scooters where you just actually drive it up on there and strap it down. Mm-hmm. So that way you could uh, make your, you know, drop your scooter off. Because I'm thinking like, you know, the White River, which is like, you know, you're going to be... Very similar to uh the Tour de France.
2: Yeah, uphill and over yeah. dale. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So I'm I'm just trying to I'm just trying to help you out here.
2: Well I appreciate it. And yeah, my legs would be rather sore from waiting already. Exactly.
0: And then what if you slip and fall and, and, and land on a knee or something in a bad way? I mean I'm I'm just trying to help you out here.
2: I'm trying to buy a bike and you're talking me out of it at this point, but
0: Yeah. No <laughs> not necessarily. I say buy your bike.
2: All right.
0: And do the flat ground and buy a scooter to do the mountains.
2: That does make sense. I mean.
0: I hadn't thought about that, though. That is really a. uh, Of course, if you had a, a truck like mine, you could put a bike in it and you wouldn't have to worry about transportation.
2: True. So you're saying because you have a manly vehicle with a manly hitch and I have a.
0: No, I just have a manly vehicle.
2: I will give you that. It's a manly 4x4 four four truck. I will exactly. give you that. It's a good-looking truck. And I can put I could I could actually put a scooter in the back of it. You could fit a small vehicle in the back of your okay. I mean you could put a you could yeah. put a mini in the back of your There you truck. go. There you go. I don't think a I A Mini Cooper what? Well, it's yeah. a good shuttle. I just don't know that I could If we're going that route, I might as well go ahead and get a hitch and just go ahead and buy and uh buy like a second car and tow it. I mean
0: Okay. If that, that. works, so,
2: Two Subarus on the river.
0: There we go. That's a long way from a bicycle. <laughs> yeah,
2: we, we, we made that jump real quick.
0: <laughs> All
2: right. We've gone down the rabbit hole, folks.
0: Oh, goodness. I'm going to take us off that rabbit hole and let some people here, uh, some good companies to do business with. Tony Sanders Outdoors <laughs> will be right back. A mini-me.
2: Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Hicks and Pipe. Don has steaks such as T-Bone, porterhouse, Ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like
1: them on Facebook. I'm Don King for your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. Hunter education is required for anyone born on or after January 1st, 1969 before hunting in our state. Tennessee's program is recognized nationally as one of the best. Choose from online or traditional classroom instruction. Visit TNWildlife.org for classes in your area.
0: I got some more advice on the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. Don't ever let your wife see how many points you got. Ah, good Good call. uh, Especially if she equates one point to one dollar. Mm-hmm. You know, it puts you in a situation where you have to fabricate that maybe, you know, they give you 100 points per dollar. Yeah, of course. I only spent $49.
2: Sure, sounds good to me. Yeah. So. I just got a... uh... A text from a friend who sent me a video of Pee Wee Herman riding his bicycle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we got uh, see. Al Slater said you needed a tricycle. Tony Pardue said you needed a mini bike.
2: Hey, if if you bike fish, call in and let us know. This is a thing. I mean, give me some advice here. I could use some advice. This is a thing from who? There's a when I googled bike fly fishing, a whole ton of websites came up. So the, and I, you were. You were saying, hey, why are you looking at that picture of a bike? I told, you know, there's there's people out there that do it. Maybe not anybody around here, but maybe I'll start a trend. I don't think so because I think there's already a lot of people in our local area doing it. But uh, speaking of fishing. Do you really? You think people actually do this? I, I think so. I mean, call in and let us know. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think there's a lot of people that do bike fish. Um, and especially using a tin car rod, you could tuck that into, you'd need a piece of PVC, maybe about a foot long. And you you got a rod protector, but speaking of fish, all right. I show, you had not seen the picture of the north. I, I have not. That is um, I forty. That is a major interstate right there, and there is several thousand dead bass and brim and what appears to be some drum too, and they're just on the interstate over there. And, I see the water
0: beside the interstate. I wonder, is that backwater just from freshwater, obviously?
2: Yeah, I, the, I'm sure there was a river or something, you know, a couple miles away, but with all the water they had, you know, the, where the water expands, so does the fish's territory, and uh, they called firefighters out to hose off the interstate from with a whole bunch of dead fish. I'm sure people didn't want to drive over that, which led me to, it, I didn't think about it at the time, I'm going to do the story here in just a second, but... That's going to be a lot of dead, rotting fish, which is going to cause a lot of flies to come into that area. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I thought, man, that's going to smell bad. It's going to bring in a whole bunch of animals. Well, I came across a story and something I didn't even think about. We've sent them a whole bunch of supplies down to uh, uh, North Carolina, Hurricane Florence aid. Uh, and they're talking about dealing with very large, aggressive mosquitoes, three times regular, uh, three times larger than normal. Um, they said it's like something out of a bad science fiction movie because of the nonstop rain. The uh, mosquitoes have had much more chance to breed, and there's a whole lot more of them. And these are the aggressive ones with the striped legs, and I'll tell you what.
0: We have striped it, legs mosquitoes?
2: Yeah, they're the there's two or three versions of mosquitoes. The striped-legged ones are the more aggressive ones. They're the ones who, when you put on DEET, they just laugh and go ahead and bite you anyway. So, um, yeah, anyway. So I didn't even think about, you know, the there's the the people dealing with the flood and then you've got the mold in their house and the loss of their possessions and all that other stuff. You've got the, the infrastructure damage. I didn't even think about how many mosquitoes, because it's still warm here in the south. I didn't think how many mosquitoes are going to be uh, coming from...
0: All this water mm-hmm and because what happens is, is you get the floods and then it recedes but it leaves ponding right in that stagnant ponding water is where all the mosquitoes breed mm-hmm so yeah you end up with a lot of mosquitoes I mean every yard becomes a mosquito thing
2: yeah and as you know mosquitoes carry several diseases including uh, West Nile uh yellow fever malaria so go down to Sportsman's Warehouse and buy the yellow stuff and the
0: other stuff, the little stuff, not the yellow stuff, the white stuff. Oh, the it's Sawyer. Uh, it's Sawyer as well. Yes, but it's Sawyer. It, uh, but it's for keeping the mosquitoes and stuff. Off on. you, yeah. yeah. And then also buy you a, um, uh, what's the? Thermocell? Thermocell, yeah.
2: I didn't even think about that, the floodwaters are seeing. That's so, maybe next. Well, heck, we
0: got to think about it here. Yeah, Good <laughs> so that's
2: exactly where I was going with that, is that, you know, heck, we may be having some increase in mosquitoes around here. So,
0: I mean, when you walk out in your yard and you you sink in the grass, just because it's
2: I walked out I walked out into our apartment complex. I didn't sink, but it was like I was on a mat. Yeah, like a like I was standing on top of a kind of like a, a like a mattress on top of stuff, and and the water was squishing up around me. So I wasn't real sure how 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 long that's going to take to dry out, but.
0: Mackerel, what's this about, the mackerel leaping in a boat?
2: Uh, a mackerel leaped into a boat, and this was in Australia. A 20 to 25-pound narrow-banded mackerel, which is similar to our Atlantic kingfish, uh, suddenly leapt clear of the water and hit a woman fishing with her husband out of Darwin, Australia. According to local news reports, uh, Belinda Bingham, suddenly laid on the deck with her hand at her throat attempting to stop the free-flowing blood. A large mackerel was thrashing on the deck of the boat. Uh, Her husband rushed her back to the boat ramp where an ambulance waited. Uh, She is recovering. The narrow-banded mackerel, which are very common in the Indo-Pacific area, they are similar in size to that of a king mackerel in the U.S. and are prone to leap. So, basically, she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. No,
0: that's one of those. That's a weird one. She's lucky she didn't die. Yeah. Let's go to the phone. Hey, Ben.
3: Hey.
0: How are you doing, Hill, man?
3: Bill Robby just needs to get a nice scooter.
0: Thank you, you take, Ben.
3: You take a bolt that PVC pipe there go.
0: I agree with See, Ben even <laughs> says get you a scooter.
3: And when I was a single, I was riding uh and my motorcycle.
2: That sounds like a good idea, Ben.
0: He just needs to get a real vehicle so he can move it. I have a real right. vehicle. He's got a picture of the cow. Let
2: me see here. Yeah, Ben, just you send me a picture of your scooter. That's
0: a good-looking scooter. So, yeah. How are you doing, Ben?
3: Doing great. Doing great. Good. good. Having a blast. Getting outside. Sitting on the porch. Can't get any farther.
0: Right. Well, good for you. <laughs> well, I hope you're enjoying the, this nice cooler weather. It's not quite fall yet. I enjoyed
3: yesterday. I think I'm going to go to Red Lobster here in a little while and eat some of the shrimp.
0: Well, I think you should just go and eat all the shrimp you can.
3: Yeah. I'll take <laughs> care.
0: Thanks, Ben. See you, Ben. Our good friend, Ben Byer, who is uh, recovering. And uh, apparently going to eat shrimp. I I like shrimp. Me too. All right. So what else? Are you ready for are you ready for any hunting besides crane? Are you just gonna rub that in all year? <laughs> I'm gonna ride that horse for all it's worth. I'm telling you right now. Um
2: I, honestly I hadn't even I hadn't even thought about deer season because I don't think about deer season until it gets cold. I'm I guess I'm kinda like you. I mean, I know it's open. Uh I've got a bow. I'm not going. Um, I'm going to wait till probably late muzzleload or even early
0: rifle. So. You, you have created a bunch of monsters. You know that? How's that? I get a text. Holy mackerel, what a story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would thought of that one. <laughs> uh, I love it.
0: Uh, don't worry. You don't have to think about it anymore. Your your fans do, okay? I appreciate they, that. They, 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 they've got your back.
1: That's too
2: funny. What are you saying? These jokes are starting to flounder. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> they are. They are. I don't know. I don't know. I. I just think that I. I think that the uh, that mackerel story. Uh, we've we've seen a few. We've had barracudas and stuff like that, but this is a mackerel. So,
0: all right, we're gonna go to the break right now. And when we come back, we're gonna get Greg, who just dialed in and uh, and. We'll finish up this show. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. You don't see one you want? Go to sportsmanswarehouse.com, choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community,
2: Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee, are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Bates can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com. Fertilizer.com.
0: Last year we had a bumper crop when them wide Tony Sanders Outdoors again. wrapping it up this Saturday morning. Going to give you a little bit on the calendar events. Coming up on the
2: 13th of October is the 14th Annual Forgotten Child Fishing Fund Extravaganza. Ganza, ganza. Okay. Well, it's an extravaganza this year because right. not only can you fish for crappie, you can also fish for bass. And the entry fee is only $25 per boat plus a $5 to $10 unwrapped toy per person. I'm going to say not a, but several $5 to $10. I agree. Ten five to $10 wrapped toys for kids. I wonder if we could get
0: John Turner to bring out his uh, big pontoon. We'll all chip in and go fishing and then... Ooh, that would be fun. And we've we got to be back for the weigh-in
2: because we're seeing it.
0: Exactly. Well, uh,
2: yeah. We could do that.
0: Sure we could. Sure.
2: And plus, I've uh, <coughs> I've already started my shopping a little bit for the toys myself. Have you rolling? Really? Yep. Good for you. And uh, they're going to try and fill up a towboat. They're not going to try. It. They're going to fill up that towboat. And I am want to say we need to fill up a towboat plus a pontoon plus a tanker because this may be the only Christmas these kids get. If you want more information on that, give Jim Edmeister a call at 421-0297, 421-0297.
0: Call him right now. He's awake. Yes, he is awake. He's, he's been watching us on Facebook, so yeah, give him a call.
2: There's going to be all kinds of food vendors and fun activities out there, and it's going to be out of Chester Frost State Park. Also coming up on Friday, November 2nd at the Camp House, downtown Chattanooga, is the Appalachian chapter of Trout Unlimited is preventing... Pre- Presenting the fly fishing film tour. You've been talking professionally long? No, okay. apparently not. Uh, fly fishing film tour on Friday, November second. You can get tickets by going to fly fishing film tour or at the door. And those films are great, wonderful. Uh, Commissioner will be speaking, and there's going to be a interesting MC this year. Well, and,
0: and let me say, uh, number one, I hate to give you kudos because it ends up costing me in the long run. You do a great job MC in the event you did last year was it was great um if you've never been to see one of these you got to go
2: the f- <laughs> the films are absolutely amazing and they're not
0: they're it's unbelievable the high the, depth. the one we saw i mean this is this is hollywood quality films i mean the the production the uh editing i mean it's just amazing the one we saw where they were fishing for in Russia. I mean, good lord, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh and then down in the Bahamas, I mean, they were all just unbelievable. Uh I'm telling you, it is worth the price of admission, which is what how much was $20, $20 the IP is 50. It is worth 20 bucks to go watch these films. They're only generally 5 to 7 minutes long, and there's going to be probably what, 6, 8 of them, 10 of them, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Even the ones that you have no great interest in are amazing in the scimitology. They are. They are are really great. I highly encourage you to go do this.
2: And all the money goes to help TU's efforts in uh, brook trout restoration and other events for Trout Unlimited that they help out giving back to conservation. Speaking of conservation, also coming up on the 18th of October, the DU Ducks Unlimited fall flight is going to be out at Camp Jordan Arena. Doors open at 6 p.m., and that should be an outstanding event.
0: Yeah, but right after the, the the circus is there, so that would be great. Cool. That will be cool. I have no idea what that has to do with anything. Keep going.
2: Uh, also, um, muzzle loader season opens what, up. What is that? Muzzle loader season opens up.
0: <laughs> For those of you that just joined and missed the first hour, that was muzzle season loader.
2: Muzzle season loader. And then it was muzzle loader season. Yeah, Muzzle loader season opens on uh, the 3rd of November. Gun season opens on the seventeenth, and Sandhill Crane opens up December first in the Southeast Crane Zone.
0: For those who have permits, like me, <laughs> you know what—you can just go hunt your cranes.
2: I'm going to go hunt my. That's exactly what I'm going to do. It may take me a little while, but I'm going to go hunt my cranes. Well, good. I hope. I honestly hope you get drawn. Yours is pending. I know it's pending, but.
0: Well, I'm real concerned because people are uh, are saying that they've already been notified. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Pending doesn't mean no. Pending doesn't mean yes. It means pending. So right.
2: there's still a chance.
0: So I think you need to go and talk to Cindy with Outside with Cindy, which is coming up next, about this whole biking fishing thing.
2: I bet you she'd have some good input on she that. She
0: would probably do it, I would say. I still like the biking scooter thing.
2: Yeah, I am I'm.
0: I think the bike would be cheaper. It would be. There's no doubt. All right. We're out of here. See you next week. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Lock us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.